guess he didn't get the chance to if yeah. Doctor Strange got the dark hold. Yup. A baller. Is this considered a cold open, or do we want to do a different cold open? Can't say that. I feel like my mic is... There we go. It's better. Yeah, your mic's always quieter than ours. Yeah, those those things have some beef. Well, y'all have such lovely voices. Fair. Shouts out to Jansen. Shout out. And Amelia. what? Uh, Babysitting. We did. Right. Shout out to you guys. Providing a way for Joe to actually yeah. be able to see a movie for us to talk about it. Yeah, shout First out. First hand. And, and, and we, to help them out, we put the two oldest ones in bed. Right. They were already asleep when they got there. Oh, easy. Yeah, but they, they, still, they still had to deal with the gremlin, though. They, so, it's fine. We just played like 45 <laughs> minutes um, of just random games. And so mm-hmm. we did a 45-minute session where me and Amelia would peek behind a wall, and then uh, <laughs> Hadley would say, okay, go, and then would take a picture of us, and then over and over and over again. And then we played a very, very long game of hide-and-seek where Hadley would count and say 60, 59, 70, Go, <laughs> and then we're, she we're would working come on the counting thing. Yeah, um, then she would go and uh, try and find us, and randomly she would assign either me or Amelia to count. And normally, um, Hadley would hide under a beanbag. Um, <laughs> would hide. Very predictable. Did she get in the cabinet? In the kitchen? She, I made her get in the cabinet so because Amelia had not seen that yet. Oh. And so I was like, ha, this is going to get her. And so <laughs> this is going to get her. Amelia was like, I don't know where she is. I was like whispering, like almost Wait. slightly starting to panic. We lost, <laughs> we lost her. I was like, just go to the kitchen. And then as soon as Amelia went to the kitchen, Hadley jumped out and screamed. If you get <laughs> if you get close to her, she's either going to jump out and scream at you or she, you're going to start her. hearing it laughing she's from giggling. the cabinet. She yeah. cannot. She is the worst at hiding. So she like the longer she like I know her, the more I realize I'm like she is such a little instigator. Like uh, yeah. she's so like yeah. and like we had a bounce house at the church a couple weeks ago, and Katie was like, "Hadley, no, you do not go back over there." And she looks at me, she goes, "Hey, Buenin." <laughs> bounce house, and I was like, "Your mom said no." She starts like walking, she's like waving me out, she's like. Brandon bounce house. And I was like, I, I'm not going to be a part of your shenanigan. Nope. Cause if you get in trouble, then by proxy, I'm getting in trouble. And I don't feel like getting in trouble with yep. your mom, because even though she has no right to beat me, she will. She will. Yeah. Her new thing is she'll go. It, it don't even matter. It's like, <laughs> it don't even matter. Hey, you need to get over there and put that down. <laughs> it don't even matter. It's like, what? Uh, Who are you? My favorite thing, one thing that we discovered from watching her is she almost has the exact same vocabulary as Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. (laughs) Me want to go up the steps. Me Me does gymnastics. Me do flip. Me's a going bouncy house. (laughs) Me's a going to bouncy house. I love that she sat there um, because she hit, like, she obviously knows Jansen and Amelia. Right. They've never, like, Jansen obviously. recording the show but never both of them been there just just the two of them to watch him so she sat there for like the first hour and a half 
at the table with her cereal, watching the iPad, just occasionally looking over, like, hmm. Yeah. What you doing here? Should I give them a shot? <laughs> you know, should I let them in? Hmm. Uh, but no, shout out to Amelia and Jansen for shout out. Yeah. She did like it. It is like bookends. Like, yeah. see, she she was sitting there on her iPad and she was watching something. And so I would make little trips to go over and like say, like try to make conversation. And then we would, she would usually just ignore me and keep looking at the iPad. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And then we would go over to the couch and we were finishing watching uh, Encanto that you had on the, that you were already playing. <laughs> and then, um, then there was a break in, in daylight where... We were sitting there, and she was like, Janton. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is my moment. And so... We're going to be friends. Now. Yeah. We get up. I go over there, talk to her. She acts like she didn't just say my name. Um, <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, whatever. And so then she tells me to come over to her, and that's when she showed me her camera, and that mm. opened the, the world. There it was. So then we went on an adventure up the stairs to see just to check on the boys because she wanted to do that. And then we came back down and that was the beginning. And then uh, Amelia got a text um, from Katie saying that you guys were about 30 minutes um, like from being back at the house. And so where we told Hadley that, and it was about two minutes after that, that she went right back over to the iPad and sat there. Got to see face. Yeah. Just to, I guess try to convince you guys that yeah. she wasn't She's our best be friend. Sitting there, do something with these peasants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So thank you. Cause I actually got to see Dr. Strange. Yeah. Which did. is convenient for this show. Yeah. Especially for this episode. Shout out to my wife too. Cause that was mother's day. Shout out. Wow. We went and saw a movie. Let's today. be honest. She got to go on a date with babysitters <laughs> for mother's day. So kind of a present. Now yep. it may not have been the move that she would have chosen. Right, right. But that's uh, besides the point. But we did get to watch a movie with Wes and Uncle Will. Uncle mm-hmm. Will ended up being there. Wait, Will, Willie Sargent? Yes, yeah, so we spotted, we spotted his Hawaiian shirt walking across the, <laughs> what walking a across guy. the room. And we're like, is that Will? That's got to be Will. He just got his hair cut. But I was like, I think that's got to be Will. Yeah. He walked in, and I, I my, my heart leapt with joy <laughs> that Uncle Will was there. It's funny that he... Um, also left his wife and I thought his mom was in town, but I didn't see her very much. <laughs> his mom lives in Knoxville. Was, oh, I thought he was like visiting his mom or like they were hanging out. And then no. he <laughs> darted and left them alone. I looked at Wes I said, at least I drug mine here with me. <laughs> oh, so Em was there too? No. Uh, oh. No. <laughs> Both Wes and, and Will were there by themselves. Dude, that's so funny. Like that is a tradition for Michaela and I. Like we have seen every MCU film in theaters since we've been married. Yeah. And so like when was like, yeah, Emily doesn't want to see it. Michaela's like, why? It's what, <laughs> what do you mean? You don't want to see it. You have to. Yeah. You got it. You have to, you can't miss it. Uh, like, yeah. What else are you going to do? Not watch it. <laughs> there, there was a family that sat, uh, in the row behind us. They got there late and, they were pretty loud coming in, but it was, you know, it's whatever. I, I didn't yeah. care. It was just previews. And there was multiple times throughout the movie where they would just be like, what's he going to do now? What do you think he's going to do? <laughs> uh, oh, man. And, and I was dying. I was loving it. Yeah. I was enjoying the narrating. And 
there, there's something happens in the movie, and the, I guess it's the lady that was closest to me. She was like, "Yeah, that was stupid." <laughs> <laughs> it's just dead silence oh, in the man. theater. Yeah, that was stupid. Yo, this has been the longest cold open. Of- this is we are ten minutes in. <laughs> Roll the opening. Open. Uh, we just gonna hit it. I even know what we're doing at this point anyway, right? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to 1900 Nerdy Talk. You're joining us about halfway through the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but the boys are going to be talking Doctor Strange spoiler reviews, Moon Knight series finale, and possibly upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi speculations. So make sure you stay tuned and listen in to, to 1900 Nerdy Talk. <laughs> I said possible. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I think we may have used up the Obi One time with the. Uh, That's fair. The cold, the cold open, open was the Obi One yeah. time. Okay, so I have a plan. Let's do it because um, the because the uh, multiverse of madness, or as I like to call it, mom, um, <laughs> has. Just released Doctor Strange. Let mom. us Doctor Strange's mom. <laughs> let's save the spoiler review for the second half of the episode and okay. talk about Moon Knight first because Moon Knight has been out for yep. about a week at this point. I can dig um, it. And so the, the entire Strange's series. Mom on Mother's Day. You oh, did. Yeah, that's why I think you it had was, to watch it on Mother's Day. Yeah, I Perfect. think it was intentional that they like pushed it back a little bit so it'd be releasing on Mother's Day. Yeah, for mom. Yeah, for mom. Yeah. So, let's talk about Moon Knight. Moon Let's all, do it. All six episodes have now been released. Yes, they have. Um, and so, we can do a, a review of episode six, but I guess we could also uh, cut like the corner and just review. give a series review. So, let's start with a series. Series overall, where do you, I mean, one one to five. What score you get the overall oh, season, the series? Five. Do we allow decimals? Y- yes. Okay. Absolutely. Of I believe in decimals. I don't believe in perfect tens or perfect fives. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, I'm going 4.56. Mm. Wow, that's actually lower I like- than I thought you would do. Yeah. The, um, I'm not going to lie. The finale kind but of. But out of, out of five, though, right? Out of five. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 4.56 is pretty good. I want, it's, it's above that you know, halfway to that. Ninety in total. You were gonna double up. Um, I think I would probably rate it higher than that. I would probably do a four point seven two. All right, all right. And I, being the optimistic person, (laughs) most of the time. (laughs) Uh, Maybe in the optimist two point (laughs) two. Yeah. No, I. This is my favorite Marvel yeah. series to come out. Hands down. And um, again, the the more I have kind of th- thought on that finale, I'm giving it a little bit a little bit of grace. Sure. Uh, based off of what they had to get done inside of 42 minutes. Yeah, why make Yikes. that like the record <clears throat> shortest episode? Yeah. I'm yeah. not mad. I'm just disappointed. And we could... T- <laughs> We can talk about that in a second, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a uh, four point eight. All right, five. fair enough. Four point eight. That's respectable. <coughs> um, yeah, I think that's something we definitely need to address is the fact that it's like, um, I think part of the fault that I have, the reason I, I like I'm very was very close, 
up from episodes one to five to giving this if we were going to rate it out of five like either 4.9 like super duper high but the reason i'm um not and granted 4.7 is still pretty high yeah it's it's a great show it's just i feel like they the last episode was just kind of generic for me. I lost some of the wonder that I had yeah. developed in episode one and episode yeah. three and episode five. Right. Um, those are really big episodes for me. Those even numbered episodes just didn't do it for us. <laughs> <laughs> Two, four, and six. Just exactly. Um, but but even, I think even in the generic ism, the genericism <laughs> of, of that episode, some of the generic stuff I still loved. Like yeah, I, it still I wasn't lo- bad. I love the giant gator fight, fighting yeah. the giant bird, like Power Ranger style there so, in, in, like, in Egypt. It felt so kaiju, which is weird because that's like Japanese culture, but yeah. like the giant monsters fighting in the background. Like that honestly kind of lost it a little bit for me. Well, yeah, so part of me was thinking like as it was going on, I was going, there's, Two giant animals the size of skyscrapers fighting. This is like this is Godzilla versus Kong. Is anybody are going to address it? And then it dawned on me that most people they can't, can't see, see Kanchu. Yeah. They can't see the gator. So I was sitting there going, "I love that you're saying the gator because you don't know how to say Amit." I, yeah, <laughs> you're avoiding saying it, and I know well, you are. Well, it's that, and there's a giant gator <laughs> yeah, up there was. fighting a giant gator with dreads. Giant gator with dreads. That uh, gator's either from Egypt or from Louisiana. He's from New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that was. I actually I, again, I liked that. I just liked it. I guess what I liked about it was how it was the backdrop. Yeah. Of everything that was going on, like you got the fight, you got the one-on-one fights going on, and then all of a sudden you just see them just step into frame in the background, like. I enjoyed that sure, part of it. Sure, sure. Yeah. And once it dawned on me that, okay, nobody actually else can see this. Nobody can see what's going on with that. Which again, made me think, but can they, are they seeing the debris? Are but they yeah, that's the, the thing is like they establish in the show that like they see the they, effects of like the they, hound. They are on affecting the cars. things. So, yeah, so it's like the pyramids being blown in half and there was like, so that part of it was still a little frustrating, but, and I think I told this to you this past week, there was so much in this episode that I loved, even from a generic side. Sure. Because it was a typical superhero. We we finally, but going in, I wanted to see Moon Knight. I wanted to see yeah. some Moon Knight. I have loved Steven and Mark yeah, and so Jake. Good. Like I, I have enjoyed that. Oscar Isaacs is just phenomenal. Yeah. But I did want, like, part of me really wanted to see Moon Knight. I wanted to see him full strength just kicking some tail and we got to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, there were some things that I don't think were earned because it didn't have enough time. Fair. I think two more episodes. It's perfect. I think with two more episodes, you have time to earn those moments. Uh, even in, in the fight, I don't, do we want to break this down step by step or just talk about the highlights and Uh, what are y'all thinking? It's been a while since I've seen the episode at this point. So I don't know. Well, I just I can do how accurate I could do. Yeah. So like, I just I'm just thinking like so the main fight scene with Moon right. Knight. Right. Yep. And he's he's switching between Mister Knight, yeah. Moon Knight, and I'm yeah. I loved it. So super cool. That's what, like that scene when he when he flips it out, and all of a sudden Mister Knight pulls out the the batons and just just hand flips, it. and it looked great, and yeah, it, it was cool, and I was digging every bit of it. Yeah. But even in that moment, I was going, that guy couldn't even throw a punch. 
two episodes ago. Well, it makes sense, though, because, like, on the bridge, yeah. uh, on the boat, he's like, wait, if Mark can do this and we're the same person, I can do it, too. And I guess that's what made me okay with it was... Yeah. But even, I just, I guess even in that moment, it was such a quick, again, because they were rushing it. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like if there had been, again, an, an, an extra two episodes that he even could have... one episode. Just, or yeah, yeah just one episode one. where you see him ease into that versus... All of a sudden, my man's doing final I mean, fight. Handle. Yeah, I mean, he was right. punch, he was punching and hitting sand people on the boat. That dude, when he came out, when he flipped, he was the side flips. The, the yeah, dude, it's so kicks. dope. <laughs> like, I mean, he he knew what he was doing out there, and it looked great. I just there was so much of it that looked great, and then there was st- still a lot of things that just were not addressed. We we still didn't go back and address the fact that he turned the stars back. Yeah. Is any yeah. aftermath from that? Was that real? I mean, yeah. uh, there's a lot of things Loved not answered. The Scarlet Scarab, though. Scarlet uh, Scarab I think was the solid. actual name yeah. of Layla's superhero persona. I like for something that happened in such a short amount of time. Yeah. I feel like they did it really well, though. Yeah. Like being like she's the avatar of Tarweta. It's like, you know, they've already set up the avatar concept, like how quickly they can take over all this stuff. So it's like, that makes sense. Like make her superhero. She's already shown that she's proficient in hand to hand combat, like without it. And it's like, now she's just getting boosted. So it's like her jump from just like normal person to superhero in less than one episode made sense like that, that made was, sense that was one of the few things that i was arguing against some of these people who were reviewing the show yeah they kind of pooped on that whole scene because people were calling it like a falcon knockoff and then uh you know she just she just i guess took over and developed these skills and i was like no she's she, already shown them she has shown that she can handle her business Early in these other episodes. Yeah. She didn't even have to use a flare in this one, which was pretty impressive. But <laughs> I mean, but she has shown that she can she oh, man. she can throw hands. Like she yeah. she knows what she's doing. And now you you give her the powers of a god. Right. And that armor that we automatically know when Kanshu gives Moon Knight the powers, that suit elevates all of his skills. Right. That's what happened with her. Right. And the suit looked Dope. It looked great. I also loved her interaction with Kanshu where she's like, I'm never going to be your avatar. It's not going to happen. Yeah. We have got to go find Mark. If you want an avatar, let's go find Mark. And he goes to walk away and she's like, I'll go find him. Like, I mean, she's (laughs) like, I I don't care. I'm not going to be your avatar. Yeah. I love that. Because, like, it showed just the real manipulation of Kanshu. Like, well, do you want to protect the travelers of the night? She's like, not for you. <laughs> I, I love too that there's they. I mean, they are embracing that Kanchu is, uh, he is an a hole. Yeah, he's terrible. Like he he does stand for justice, and he does stand for like, for those things that he doesn't believe in. And you know, he he believes in you having a choice to do the right thing. Right. And and I guess that's honorable. But he. But he, as soon as you don't, he sucks. Like yeah, yeah. Very manipulative. There's no redemption. There's no redemption. In Conchu's mind, either you do the right thing, or I'm going to murder you. He's he's like, I mean, he, re, he borderline like politician. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like he is just you know, one moment you go, man, that sounds great. I believe in what you're throwing down here. And then you're like, dude, hold up, <laughs> you took money from who? What? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that I mean, like, and I think for me, that's the one thing that 
was detracted from the giant monster fight in the background of the main battle. Yeah. It was because even in that fight, there's this uh, dialogue going on between Ame and Kanchu of like, we could have done great things for the world. And Kanchu's yeah. like, you were judging people before they could do the wrong thing. I'm true vengeance. And like, they have this real like lover's quarrel thing going yeah. on. And it's like out of love for that to have stood on its own they while be, they have the avatars seem fight. to be pulling their punches a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like, you know, she has them like wrapped up in the dreads, like pulled close. Like I wanted to do this with you. And it's like, why couldn't this have been like a conversation on like a smaller scale of like they're watching their two avatars duke it out. Right. Yeah. And like they're having this conversation and just give weight to that conversation as opposed to like because a lot of people miss it. Right. Because thus far the, if you take like, um, is it Osiris? Is that the, the, the main, um, yes. yeah, Osiris, uh, you take him and like the, the dialogue they had in the courtroom scene that happened. Yeah. yeah. And, um, as soon as Conchu, um, taking over Mark tries to take a swing at, um, at Arthur for saying whatever he was like talking about Mark being broken. broken yeah. Um, he says, he's like, we are not a violent people. Um, or it says something against violence. It's been a bit since I've seen, I think that was episode three or episode four. Yeah. Um, I guess that was episode four ish. And, and so I would really have no, had to be episode three, three, sure. because then in four, they're in the tomb. He gets shot. Episode five is the backstory. Of oh, you're right. Big dog, you're right. I, I don't know how I do it. I guess that's one, <laughs> that's one of the perks of them only being six episodes. I guess that's true. <laughs> um, but it's a, it's a, it's then it, it, you kind of lose the, the sense of um, diplomacy that these gods were kind of yeah. establishing where it's like, uh, yeah, like we, we try not to um, fight, but like if we have to, we'll throw down. And it's like, this is just kind of, it's like, I would have loved to see the intellectual battle yeah. of, I mean, it's, it is the same thing as the, the, what you see, uh, Rody say with like the, the, and I've made this analogy before, but you say like, Oh, would it be better if we go back in time and just kill baby Thanos? Right. And it's like this <laughs> and just, yeah, it's like this idea of redemption <laughs> is such, and it is a current political topic. It's like, yeah. it is a current political topic of whether or not we need the death penalty or not. Right. Um, and so they could have done a lot with how the, this interacts with each other as far as like, yes, let's talk about, it's like, I believe that people are, have redemption. I don't believe people have redemption. And right. I would have loved to see the intellectual side of the gods, not just brute fighting. It's like they yeah. have avatars. That's what they're meant to do. The avatars exactly. are meant to be the, the fist. I mean, he has been called the fist or called like the weapon of right. The uh, fist of Conchu. His fist of Conchu. And it's like, why can't the avatars be the fist and then everybody else be everybody else, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and I will argue against myself where it's like, I, you know, there are probably hundreds, if not thousands of years of Ahmet and Kanchu arguing with each other where they couldn't be violent. And so it's like, yeah, all this pent up aggression finally was able to come out Fair. And I know I'm arguing against my own point of not wanting the fight to happen, but <laughs> I guess after reasoning out, like I can kind of see it, but at the same time, not earned. Right. Like you have yeah. to reason to that. Like that is something that is not shown or told in like in the show. Like you have to reason it out yourself trying to reason away the fight. Right. It's yeah. So I, I don't know. Again, that falls into the record breaking 42 minute shortest finale episode. Yeah. It, it reminded me of 
really the the dual sides of the season finale of one division it's like again like one division was one of those shows where it's the um the concept is really really intriguing but it kind of lost me in the finale where it's like all right cgi fight let's go <laughs> yeah it's exactly like, oh, marvel you don't have to do that you don't have to have this big thing it's like right. one of the best parts of uh one division is the fact that both visions were speaking to each other and had an intellectual fight such a philosophical yeah. fight yeah and it's like why can't this like why can't we just more thought be put into conflicts it's like it almost seems like every conflict has to be resolved by like fighting or every conflict is um, like addressed in some think, sort of physical altercation. I think Loki, right. Loki kind of got it right. Yeah, I agree. And how they ended. I mean, <clears throat> there was so much cause there was, you still had high stakes, right? A lot on the line. You got a little action. I mean, and then you, you got, you know, you got some, some moments and, and, and some, uh, some altercations there, but for the most part, it was just dealing with aftermath, dealing with consequences, and just really, really, really good di- like uh, dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Loki and the series finale of it, Marvel executive Kevin Feige has confirmed that the series finale of Loki is what spawned No Way Home in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That is confirmed. Yeah. That the spell that Stephen Strange was doing in No Way Home was ruined because of the events of Loki and not because of Peter Parker's interference with the spell. Right. Which I find super interesting. Which leads us to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm with you. Soon I was like, man, are we going to... We're going to talk about the whole series of Moon Knight, but we we can move on. We, we've we talked about how much we enjoy the series. Yeah, so. we, we've had many dedicated episodes to Moon Knight, so, and we're okay. kind of reaching the halfway mark of a longer episode. So, Oh, yeah, we are, aren't we? Figured we kind of... How's dozing off over here? <laughs> <laughs> Figured we'd transition. Um, let's give our spoiler-free out of 10 rating of Doctor Strange, because... Our good friend Tom Winden, uh, in our group chat for Marvel content, would kill us. Would murder us. Also, giving a nice pause for editing reasons. Where's all this noise coming from? Or is it just me? Dude, I, I've been met, that was where I was falling asleep over here. I don't know where. I thought it was my phone. Oh wait. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's a noisy cable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hold up. Yeah. Let me finish my Tom statement. Before we do that, because Every we'll have lost really a lot of context. Confused. Do it. <laughs> For those of you who are trying to figure out what just happened here, this is the multiverse. Yeah, this is an alternate universe in which... In which we had to change out of cable. We had to change out of cable. Yeah. But, uh, no more buzz. Yeah, no more buzz. It went away. You are welcome. Let's see here. So our, our good Tom. friend, Father Tom, the Pope of the universe that remains, sent this text because... A bunch of people in our Marvel group had seen the movie and started talking about the movie in a relatively spoiler-free way. We said, remember that some people have not seen it yet. Spoilers go beyond revealing specific info. Info that influences what people look for in a film are spoilers. So we will give you our quick, you know, one out of ten review Spoiler-free, very flat, like not going to be telling you what to look for. By his definition, isn't us just giving a review in general also kind of... That's what I was about to say. I don't think so. Spoiler-free. I don't don't think how I enjoyed the movie 
without going into the context of why I enjoyed the movie is a spoiler. Would have fit the parameters of what he just said. We strictly could only give our score. That's right. what I'm saying. We just give the score right now. Oh, and okay. then we will give the spoiler warning and then we'll go into it. But before we do that, before we do that, without <laughs> shout out to crypto crypto comics. If you're in Knoxville, go check out crypto comics. You want some comic books? Listen, they are not a sponsor. Could be, but we just enjoy their comic book shop. They're back yeah. up and running. Unfortunately, um, Saturday, my life got crazy and I completely forgot it was free comic book day and missed free comic books from crypto, but they posted pictures and it looked like it was a blast of a time. Ton yeah. of people there. I had a sick kid too, which did not make things easy. Uh, but yeah, <clears throat> come, come see Rocky. Come see Vinny. Come see the rest of the yeah. crew. Loki. I'm always going to shout out Loki. The legend. I'm always going to shout out the Loki. The four-legged legend, Loki. Yeah. Uh, amazing store. Great, Great store. Just tons and tons of books. Funko Pops. Uh, we are going to be doing a live show there at some point. Yep. Yeah. We'll figure forward, out the details of that. forward to that. Um, get on Facebook. Follow them. Rocky's on there just about almost daily. Daily. Giving video updates. And Y'all, he posted some issues that are coming out. Some comic dude. issues. There's a new Moon Knight run yep. by Jonathan Hickman, and I'm a huge Hickman fan. And boy, go. am I excited about it. <laughs> See, we're just getting all the Moon Knight stuff. Oh, just riding that, riding that wave. You better believe Marvel's going to ride that wave. I mean, Marvel, I mean, Moon Knight was a huge success on Disney+. Plus. People are buying up them comics, and I'm one of them. Yeah. So if you're in Knoxville, go check out Rocky Crypto. Follow him on Facebook. Tell him that Nerdy Talk sent you. Yeah. Uh, give them a call yeah. at 865-938-9528. Dude, your vision's phenomenal. How'd you <laughs> see you. that from over there? Well, what? I wear glasses. Yeah. We actually all wear glasses. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're nerds. Oh, that's fair. It's in our logo. Let me tell you something. You could, you could fight somebody with the thickness of my glasses. It's, uh, it's insane. <laughs> it is insane. So... So the do you the, want to do the segue here? The Tom Pizza? definition of a spoiler free is just the score, just the score. All right, Brady, you want to kick us off? Decimals, of course. Yes, out of ten. Or do you want to do out of five? Since that's what we do. <sighs> five is so hard to rank out of. If we're doing five, you're starting. Let's do ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. If we're doing ten, Doctor J starting. <laughs> I started the Moon Knight reviews. Okay, if we're doing out of 10 and not out of 100, um, <laughs> which is the same if we're doing decimals. So. I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Okay. I love decimals, though, out of 10. Uh, my decimals Fair. is I would give it a 8.1. Mm, solid, solid. Dude, I like that. Or if you're really good at numbers, that is 81 out of 100. And if you're really good, that's 810 out of 1,000. Yeah. <laughs> Can't count any higher than that, so we're gonna stay with that. <laughs> Joe, uh, I'm gonna go seven point nine. Oh wow, dipping below the eight. Just, I mean, which I think, yo, one of these days we're gonna have to do a comprehensive review, like a super long episode where we like rank all of the Marvel movies and give our ratings on them. Yeah, you know what? I'm taking my score back. I wrote down seven point nine earlier today. All right, well, then. and then I thought about it more. I, I think it's higher than seven point nine. Okay. I'm going to say 8.2. All right. That's mm. the end of it. No more reviews. I 8. started 2. at 8.2. Me and Jake, a buddy that goes to our church, um, 
we I'm sorry, Jake. We both said No, yes. I'm so sorry, Jake. I'm yeah, so sorry. That, Jake. that guy. Yeah, that Jake. Um we both said eight point two. My score has slightly dipped down since that moment of like kind of meditating on the movie. Yeah. So I'm at eight point one. I think eight point two is my score. Shout outs to Jake Tiptoe. Going with an eight point five six over here. Oh. Big boy number. Yeah, 8.56. 8.56. And I tell you, I've still and I like that because I once. still get a decimal if I move up to 100 because it's 85.6 out of 100. <laughs> My guess is if I see it a second no, time, man. I will probably go up. Because yeah. just, just thinking on it, I literally just saw it last night. So right. Just thinking on it throughout the day, my score went from – walking out of the theater, I was like, yeah, that's like a 7.9. It is – it's, I mean, it's, it's gone up just throughout the day thinking about it. All I'm, right. I'm loving this more and more. We're going to pause. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your official spoiler alert. If you do not want spoiler-ridden reviews of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, pause this episode. Go watch the movie and then resume yeah. this episode just, because we're going to be talking about it. We're, and we're going to have spoilers plastered all over the... the all over it. You know this this episode. So red alarms going off. Um, spoiler, 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 spoiler. You can't tell we're stalling. I believe you've had time enough time to get out of here. This is on you if you have not left yet. Y'all, I love this movie. Yeah. That's the spoiler. It was yeah. so good. Like I will say, my my biggest critique <laughs> of this movie, and I sent this to uh, to Tom the other day. I said, Marvel. You don't need to watch the Disney Plus shows to, you know, stay with the mainline MCU films. Right. They're just auxiliary material, you know, that flesh out the world. Also, Disney, they're going to base the entirety of this movie off of the events of WandaVision and heavily influenced by What If and also Loki. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. if you did not watch WandaVision, you will not understand the main theme of this entire movie. Yeah. And I had and I was on the way there. I was giving Katie the rundown, like literally, just like okay, so <laughs> sure. Wandavision, this happens, all right, and then Loki, this happens, and she didn't care, but it was all right. <laughs> we got we got to go see it anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. I I really love this movie. I, I I see. I guess I do, and I don't understand some of the frustrations from the fans out there because sure. it's not yeah. what they thought it was going to be, right? But at the same time, it was also kind of what we thought a lot of it was going to be but also sam raimi said that though and like in an interview yeah. with him he's like we're going to give the fans a lot of the things that they want yeah. but at the same time like they're not really going to be expecting what this movie is and honestly wasn't it's like I've, no we said a couple of weeks ago we were kind of giving our like uh, our speculations as to what would happen and um we kind of came to the consensus that we weren't 100 percent sure as far as um whether or not WandaVision was going to be, or not WandaVision, Wanda was going to be the yeah. villain or not. Yeah, It's like we kind of had conflicting views of like, well, I'm not 100% sure. I think she might be. I think she won't be. Um, I think I said uh, there was a trailer where she is facing the same way as Wong. It's right. Like, it looks like she's fighting It looks alongside. like she's fighting alongside. So I was like, uh, I don't think that was she that will be. fake? No, I think... It was just very out of context. Yes. I think it is both of them. And again, this is a spoiler. It's both of them facing zombie strange. Who is then flying on a like. Cape right. Of so it looks like they're getting ready to fight. Oh somebody, yeah. yeah, yeah. But they're just the looking at something. Yeah. Right. Um, I loved the reveal 
with her. Yeah. Dude, and I also love how they set it up, too. Like, whenever Doctor Strange approaches her in the yeah. apple orchard, and he's like, it almost smells real. Like, he could kind of tell that it was yeah. off. And then, like, when he's talking about this kid, and she's like, ah, oh, yes, America. And he's like, <laughs> she says, you didn't say her name, did you? Yeah. He's like, no, I didn't. Nope. And then the hex just drops. Yeah. And oh, my Everything's God. dead. So good. And, I, like, I think, too, that I think he went in knowing that she could at least be part of this or at least know part of what's going on. You know, the, they they realized the the symbols and stuff on, on right. the, they the see runes. The, they see the runes on the yeah. little squid thingy. And I think they, it's, a, it's, he immediately went to her. He immediately thought of Wanda. And yeah. I think part of that was a test. I think he was... That little comment like, it almost smells real. Like it was just it it I think he definitely suspected something. Yeah, like yeah. I think he suspected that she's still using magic and like everything wasn't as it seemed, but I don't think he realized how like manipulated by the dark horse yeah. she had become. I, right. I did not expect that quick a turn. No. <laughs> and like this movie went from zero to a hundred so fast. Yeah. Like you get dropped into it and you feel like you're in the middle of the movie because like literally the first scene from the movie is from the trailer. Yeah. Right. Like you're like, there's no context. It's just America Chavez and defender, uh, strange. defender strange just running down an alleyway. And it's like, did I fall asleep between the end of exactly. like the Marvel logo? And right now, like, some of the details in this was beautiful too, like him pulling the cloak out of his pocket square. Loved it. Yeah, that was awesome. Freaking loved that it. Also awesome. loved him ragging on himself. He's like, oh, so there's a universe where I have a ponytail. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was so many different. He and he had tons of one-liners in this. I and I, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Okay. The big talk, online reviews, comment sections is that. This was a Scarlet Witch movie with Doctor right. Strange's name on it. Sure. This was a Doctor Strange movie. 100%. Right? And if, because if the excuses that I'm hearing for why that is, then then Avengers Infinity War should have just been called Thanos. Yeah. Because walking away from that movie, all anybody talked about was Thanos. Yep. Right. Even though that was clearly an Avengers movie. This was a Doctor Strange movie. Right. right. Or Batman the Dark Knight is a Joker movie. It was a Joker movie. It's like, no, it's a Batman movie it was a with Batman a Batman very, movie. very strong. Uh, yeah, antagonist. I and I we were talking about this today. This may be a hot take. I think this may be one of the, if not the best villain MCU's put out. Yeah, I felt because we're bought in on her. We bought. She's on our team. She's one of us. Like as as the viewer who aligns himself with the good guys. Like you want the best for Wanda. You're believing the best. For yeah, her. and it's like you right. have this story arc of her starting. You know, in Age of Ultron, yeah, and converting over to the Avengers and like yep. finding her place in the Avengers and being a part, and then the heartbreak you experience with her and Infinity War, and you know, into Endgame when she doesn't get the person that nope. she loves back, watching right. the entire world get their love back, and then WandaVision. If you committed and watched that show, like watching just her character arc through that series of like you know, she's trying to recover from the super traumatic life that she's been having to live. Right. And even through the pain. Yeah. Through that all of the pain. And it's like, you know, she sacrifices her kids and her yeah. husband to do the right thing. And it's like, but I do have this backup plan in the multiverse. Yeah. Like, 
I, if I can figure out a way to get through the multiverse and here's this girl that gives me this option to jump yep. through the multiverse is like, I, I hate it, it, but I get it. Like, right. I Going, get it because I'm committed to you being good and I don't want yeah. you to be bad. And you, you're being so bad. Go with, oh, go ahead. Um, well, going into it, I think it was Joey when he was on here was talking about, you know, noticing the black fingers in the trailer. And, yeah. And I thought, yeah, at some point she's going to turn or at least briefly be tempted by something. There's going to be a moment. Right. Did not expect it to be her pain to be so deep that she had already. Like, it, this is. Yeah. She'd already orchestrated this whole thing and potentially for a long time. Right, because even at the end of Wandavision, like as she's walking away, you saw how powerful she could be. You saw what she was capable yeah, of. Yeah, and it's like, do you think she was dreamwalking at the end and just like kidnapped another Wanda from that's somewhere? That's what like, I was wondering too. And and even in that that extra scene at the end where she's in she's in the house or in the the, the cabin, but she's also floating in the corner. Yeah, you see that and you go, oh man, that's kind of creepy looking. But even then, because you believe in her and the goodness in her so much, it doesn't even bother you that there's some weird witchcraft stuff going on in the corner. Yeah. You're right. just like, I'm sure that she's, she's learning. She's learning some she's, stuff. She's going right. to she's she's do something cool. Book. She's going to become super powerful and do something good. So when she makes that turn, we got to see, like, Thanos is what is the one we always look at because Thanos believed in what he was doing was right. Right. She believed what she was doing was right because it on, on her, but it, it came, obviously it was from a selfish place. It was from a place of pain, but the difference was she already had the audience on her side. Yeah. And so when she does start to turn, it breaks your and, heart. Dude. And like so much of this movie too, like mirrors, like the way that she views strange mirrors, the way that she views Thanos, because whenever, you know, in end game, and she, you know, like they're in that final fight, and he, she looks at him. And she's like, "You took everything from me." Yeah. And he's like, "I don't even know who you are." She's like, "You will," and like starts like really starting showing some of those powers, and then like fast forward to the show or to this movie when she's like confronting Strange, I'm like, "You gave him the time stone. Yeah, you made me have to watch my love die at my hand, and then it be undone and him die again." Anyways, it's like that same anger that she was having towards Thanos was coming out at strange in this movie and boy did it come out so much harder because she had the dark hold. <laughs> right. And if we're going between this so if we're talking about the the pinnacle of villains and um in the uh MCU thus far and if we're going back and forth between Thanos and Scarlet Witch, I don't know if I could say that Scarlet Witch is a better villain than Thanos only because it's like the main driving point from Scarlet Witch is that she, because of the dark hold, she was no longer in her right mind. Yeah. So yeah, that makes she, sense, yeah. I think in her right mind, she would not have done the things that she did, but it's the fact that she was a demented version of the Wanda. Yeah, sure. Wanda. She is a same way. It's like the reason that if we're jumping around the movie, um, they go to this utopian world where they have killed, um, Thanos, uh, Doctor Strange, and America Chavez yep. do. Oh, thank you. Um, they go Sorry through this <laughs> Earth eight three eight. Yeah, and um, they talk about how 
how um, the Doctor Strange of that world has been demented because of the Darkhold. Right. And then they go to a different universe where there's a Doctor Strange that had got the Darkhold. It seems like every Doctor Strange has tried to use the Darkhold to exceed his power in right. some way, shape, or form. And it all has turned them bad. It's like... Um, if it like they they've chosen the dark side because of that they right. don't see clearly after that and so i don't know it's hard for me to fully get behind wanda's vision for like for no pun intended <laughs> um nice. it's hard for me to get totally behind that because in this moment you could classify her as insane and sure she's not in her right mind in a court case she would be insane and she'd well, be she wouldn't just go. Whereas, yes, I guess you could technically say that Thanos is also insane, but the difference is between someone who's it's like even clinical insanity. Um, Thanos is still of his right mind. Right. He just has an terrible morality. Right. Whereas Wanda has bad morality, but she's not in her right mind. And so, a big part too about the Darkhold is, and again, this goes back into like actual comic history is Mount Wondergore where they go to see the original Darkhold is okay. where Cthone was captured and then he like Cthone wrote all of that onto the walls because he was waiting for an avatar to come and use those spells and harness his power through that magic so he could enter into our realm and so the Darkhold right. is that representation so whenever she uses the power of the Darkhold it is now Cthone using her. Right. Like, it's very, like, she is still, like, you know, working her own ends, but at the same time, she's still very much possessed by this, like, ancient demon of Cthone. Right. Through that magic. But I still believe that it's it's feeding off a place of pain. Oh, 100%. And as, and, yeah. And we talk about, you know, the most dangerous, you know, villains are the ones who believe in what they, I would argue it's just as dangerous as those that believe in what they're doing is right are those that are doing where everything is fed off of a place of pain. Yeah, I mean, like her line of, of loss. I'm not a monster. I'm a mother. I'm like, poof. And then, but even the <laughs> moment, like probably my least favorite dialogue, which is funny because the the my least favorite dialogue in the movie is also in one of my favorite scenes in the movie, and that's with the Illuminati when when she faces off with them. Yeah. We got to talk about this scene. Yeah. I hated the dialogue of that. Like I, I hated the fact that that Reed steps out and he's like, Hey, listen, I got a wife and I got kids. I'm not going to lie though. I love the implications of the line of, I have two children myself because he's actually yeah. Franklin Richards. If they are trying to insinuate that Franklin Richards is going to be in the MCU, th this, this universe has just expanded tenfold and, it, and it, based off of what you just said like the people who are upset because it didn't look exactly the way they thought there's we still got we got a lot of time we got a lot of stuff in this movie <laughs> yeah that is pointing at potential other things that yeah. is great but in that scene when he's like and then he basically says gives gives away well, this guy can talk he can whisper to you and, and tear you and have like you just told her what, what the power yeah. is. It's like, yeah. you just kind of gave it away, but it was still, it pointed to that pain in her and it just made her 10 times more dangerous. Yeah. She lashes out. Dude, what is one of that, the coolest scenes <laughs> in what mouth in Marvel? <laughs> when she says what mouth, and, and, and I will Dude. say, that moment had a horrible Raimi. 
situation and then a great Raimi situation. Yeah. And that horrible was the dialogue. Yeah. Right. Great was that quick camera the pan over mouth. and the mouth is gone. And, and it's like, let's also talk about the, the screams to which he like, he knows he can't talk because he will kill people. Yeah. But like, just the fear that she struck in him so quickly by removing his mouth, he couldn't help but, but to scream. react to it. Yeah. And you can literally see like the energy build up in his mouth and his blow mouth, out his brain. Like his mouth, you see it, it ripples. Yeah, yeah. It literally ripples. It, oh my dude. So good. So good, man. He turns Reed Richards spoiler into string cheese, blue spaghetti. He cuts or she cuts, um, Captain or Captain America. Uh, Captain Carter or Captain Britain. Yeah, not even Captain Britain technically. Captain, Captain Carter. Carter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cuts her. She's from What If? If you haven't, if you were like, where'd she come from? Uh, she cuts her in half with her own shield. Phenomenal. Like brutal. And it's so dope because like, you see her shadow still standing up, and then when she falls, like you can see her like in two halves. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so good. Man, it is steals Monica Rambeau's powers, and that's why she's able to kill her with the statue. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. like, she's been crushed by stuff. Like, I mean, we've seen Captain Marvel be hit by things, you know, work. She crashed through a freaking starship. Like, yeah, she should be able to withstand a statue falling on her. But like, you can see her powers, like, whatever she did to get rid of those powers, gone. Yeah. And then, of but course. Just the visual of that scene, too. Her walking through this place, bleeding from her head. No, she's, that's actually uh, oil. Oil. That's oil. From Is that what all, that was? Yeah, from all the Ultron bots. Which I feel like it looked originally like blood. was, was cool. blood. I think in the commercial. But they have to cut it down because of yeah. um, PG-13. You're not allowed to show a certain amount of blood. Well, that also harkens back to when she killed Ultron and pulled the heart out and just let the oil drip out of the heart. And so oh, yeah. as she's destroying okay. all these Ultron bots, she just gets covered in that oil that looks I like it's blood. That was so, like, very, again, Raimi being Raimi. But the, just the slow walk each time she, she would just appear in the yeah. – just step aside and just it, the oil dripping down her face like blood. Terrifying. And and then the, the quick jump scare in the hallway uh, when, when they get down in the tunnel – and they think they've got her on the other side of the door, and all of a sudden she, she cuts through and appears. Yeah. I about jumped out of there. Let's also talk no, about, like, the scarier jump scare. The reflections. Is, oh, no, 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 no. We, we forgot. <laughs> the eyeball. Professor X. Oh, my God. Man, Professor X, he, he comes out. He's in his 90s chair. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's... And we'll get to the score in a minute. And I also, got a lot to talk about. Not just the yellow chair, the green jacket yes. with the yeah. striped tie is literally the exact opposite yeah. from the uh, from the uh, cartoon. It's he so he good. gets into Wanda's mind, and you're like, okay, like this is somebody. This is the strongest mutant. He's like somebody who who is able to go yep. through, and like he he will he will be able to defeat her. Surprisingly, so, not even Omega level though. That's a little fun fact. He's not the strongest telepath in uh, the X Men canon. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, fun fact. Well, fun fact. Sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> he enters into uh, Wanda's mind, and he finds the d- non-demented version, yeah. the the Wanda, the not the Wanda. Scarlet Witch. And so he's trying to pull yep. her out, and he's like, he's like, no, like, well, hurry, let's go. And then behind him, you just see the red fog that's just <laughs> appearing, and then all of a sudden, it's just a a jump scare. She appears behind him and snaps his neck, and it is Dude. one of the scariest and like jaw dropping moments snaps that his neck and then it a, jumps back to reality. He's in the yes, wheelchair and he just falls. Oh yeah, man. Wait, so wild. Speaking of that scene, when he's walking up to the, where she's buried, when the, there's a TV laying there and it's the, the one division. It's, it's the one division, but yeah. I, I still like part of me was thinking, are we about to see 
like the the mutants stuck in it. Like I don't know. Like just because of all all the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like part of me, especially since I just played the theme, I'm like, are we about to see the '97? You know, <laughs> yeah, X Men. I still there. think it's so interesting that they played the uh, the actual Wandavision yeah. TV show in that moment. It's like, wait, did all of the Wandas like? freak out and have WandaVision happen or like how is this in her mind like whose mind is this is I this mean, like the Scarlet Witch's mind is it very, the trapped Wanda like or it could just be you know Scarlet Witch just it's that's just true there. just projecting yeah. because I mean it's the rub- I mean she was she's trapped hiding in the same rubble, rubble. Yeah. yeah as when she was a little girl yeah. which and that's what I think it is I think it, it's like reflecting it's like she the first time she manipulated reality yeah. was whenever she, her the Stark bomb had hit her house she was trapped under rubble and that bomb was supposed to go off right and and it's not directly said it just says that her and uh, Petro were looking at the bomb and they were like waiting for it to go off and it never did yeah and it kind of is alluding to the fact that like that is the first time she manipulated reality right like the bomb was supposed to blow up in front of her but she used her powers in that case that to, probability that, magic that shifted the probability magic the chaos magic whatever yeah. she's using is like that's what's keeping it and so i think this is a it is a reflection of that because you have the little girl wanda who still learning how to use her powers and how to do something. And then it goes to this Wanda who's still under rubble, but there's the danger is still around her, but she is trapped and all she can do is really just look and see. Yeah. And so it's kind of coming from the same, the same place of just watching as something dangerous is happening around her, not her not being able to do anything. Right. Um, it's such a cool scene and this kind of gets, it's Sam Raimi outdoes himself and underdoes himself Almost scene by scene. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> I've said this. This is. I went and watched it with my brother. And as the movie was going on, it was probably the first 10 minutes into it. I was like, you know what? So far, the best things in this movie and the worst things in this movie are the Sam Raimi-isms. Yeah. The highest of highs and the lowest of lows all consistent in this movie right it's like you have some of the coolest visuals you have such an interesting take that has entered in the mcu but then you also have some weird 90s horror like campy <laughs> yeah dialogue B movie horror film like like that's it, it is almost laughable you get these weird like close-up just like head cut out transition shots as they like float across the scene yeah it is weird it is awkward circle wipes galore yeah it's so it's it's like terrible in instance. It's yeah. like, I wish that I was not seeing this, but then thing. you have the B movie elements of like Wanda just staring directly at the camera after she finished that dream walking oh, sequence yeah. that like, is just so eerie and like yeah. the head turning in the picture, but everything else staying the same, like the random, like hurricane happening in the cup, like just so many things cool. of like, what is happening right yeah, now? Yeah, It's like some of the worst moments but some of the best moments live in the same way. This is why, like, if it did not have these weird dialogue stuff, and it's like, granted, there's a, like, there are plot holes that are in this movie. Yeah. There are lack, there's places where the storyline just doesn't make a ton of sense. Sure. But I can overlook a lot of that with the, the cool visuals and what this story is adding to the universe. Whereas I, one thing that's just hard for me to overlook is just the constant, just cheesy, weird, dialogue that just f- sticks out like a sore thumb right it pulls me out of the movie whenever uh you see you see uh oh man i forgot her name again 
Doctor Strange's love interest. Christine Palmer. Christine. For yep. some reason, Christine is the hardest name for me to remember whenever I'm addressing the movie <laughs> that she's the main love interest for. Um, whenever it's like, okay, she's fighting these demented souls that are attacking her. Yeah. She randomly sees this vase that she knows about for Lord knows why and pulls it out and somehow this vase is a flamethrower. Couldn't tell you how any of this comes to comes comes so, together. It's funny because that's the same thing that he tried using against the villain in the first Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. And he's like, Do you know how that thing works? And he's like, No, and then just throws it at him. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's like I she think knows they how tried to, to establish that she ha- I think she'd worked enough with Strange in that particular right. reality that she, she knew, knew what it some was. of those gadgets. I think she knew what it was. Yeah, it, but, but again, like, I don't think they touched on it enough to actually... Right, it wasn't necessarily earned, earned, and then she pulls it, and then she <laughs> has it, and it's so, like, Terminator, like, yes. go yeah. back to hell, and then shoots it. Yeah. And it's like, this is terrible. Like, that is laughable writing. Right in between some scenes that are some of the best scenes in Marvel to One date. of the coolest scenes in this movie features Stephen Strange versus the other villains of the movie, other Stephen Stranges, yeah. Yeah. which is something I like because Defender Strange ended up being, you know, douche canoe, like, you know, kind of a bad guy. And then you had uh, who seemed to be Strange Supreme from the What If series. Um right. Obviously not the same one because he wasn't in that like so much of a pocket dimension, but very clearly influenced. That's that very dark Stephen Strange. Right. And then you had Stephen Strange that died in 838 who had used the dark hold. Right. Yeah. Um, but the scene between uh, Doctor Strange and dark Doctor Strange. Oh, man. The music fight. How much you want me to talk about this? I don't know <laughs> if you liked it. I absolutely oh, I loved, loved that scene. It was so dope watching him pull those notes off of it and throw them and then get caught on the bars yeah. and the music that they decided to use for it. Like Bro, the how much? whole thing. How much time do we have? We have 11 minutes and 35 seconds. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so we, we have, did, we the, did lose I, about four minutes. I needed yeah, to we, get to this about five minutes. So yeah. I needed you to talk about this because I, absolutely adored this it was scene I, when i watched Sick. it last night i was like jansen had to have lost his mind right here i yeah. did i was like he either loved this with every it, bit yeah. in it and or hated it to his bones like there and was no not. in between man okay so if we're there's a lot to go over in this scene <laughs> it is so cool and this just sings the praises danny elfman absolutely outdoes himself his best score movie. period it i is, used to laugh at danny elfman's score like i, I was not like i was about to say because i know that you have you have made fun of him before 100 percent. yeah and his in this, best score in this movie i mean three quarters in i'm Nails like it. i, I want to hear brandon's opinion on. Him i did not know that as danny elfman until i watched the credits i said that is his best score that i've ever heard him yeah it is, it is fantastic. And so, okay, so for anybody that's listening that is not a music nerd as I, as Dr. J I am. Dr. J is beaming right now. Yes. <laughs> so we have these two uh, Dr. Stranges that are fighting each other. And the piece that they are using to fight each other is Box Fugue. Right. And so if we go over any type of... So the Baroque era is... Bach is the number one composer of the Baroque era. Um, similar to like Mozart of the classical era. And so... but. Like music as we know it today could not have happened without uh, Johann Sebastian Bach. He is an icon. And so the main type of music, a um, descriptor word of Baroque music is counterpoint. And so what counterpoint is, 
in a dumbed down version. It is a melody that has uh, contrasting, sometimes contrasting, sometimes uh, congruent, for lack of a better word, melodies that run with it. And so, but a lot of times it is melodies that have similar um, uh, timbres to them. And so you wouldn't necessarily, you probably, I mean, I'm sure there are versions of this that exist, but a lot of times like similar pairings would be like a very high violin and a harpsichord because both of them have really high, really tinny uh, timbres to them. Timbre is another word for uh, tone color. Right. And so, um, but you wouldn't necessarily see as often between a violin and a cello moving together because both of them have different tone colors. Right. I'm like, I'm haven't studied every single piece of music that exists in the Baroque era. So I don't, know this for sure <laughs> but um most of the time you would see instruments that sound uh fairly similar have similar backgrounds but they're obviously different instruments and so what they do in in pieces that are counterpoint is they interact and sometimes they can they uh, combat each other and so you'll have a piece that does Music this and then funny. another piece that will answer this and sometimes you'll have pieces that go uh, beside each other they will move in different directions move towards each other um, almost like two people uh, duetting at the same time huh. and so what you have in this moment is you have these two doctor strange's who are fighting with this piece of music with box fugue and they are so one they are throwing like exact pitches like they threw yeah like the notes are correct no like they, they threw an a at, at yeah. one of them and it was it i mean i don't have perfect pitch i have like relative pitch so i could be like that sounds like it could be an a like i can't yeah. say for sure because i don't have a piano with i saw me. a video of someone like go through and like they had it is gotten so it, but, like, cool it is the correct notation right. for the entire fight. It and is so wild. Not only I could do just we picture Doctor J in theaters looking over at Bryce. I was like, "This is so that was an a cool. like, I need to come back with my MIDI controller. So not <laughs> only do you have two strangers who come from the same background who have chosen different directions, who but they both have the same the same heart, the same tone color. They are just different. Like you have between this not. Uh, doctor, like not like um, Supreme, Strange, Superior, Strange, wait, Strange, uh, Supreme, Strange, Supreme, um, and not like the six one six Doctor Strange. And it's like they are acting like the violin and harpsichord in this yeah. instance. They and then he ends up using the harpsichord. But they are t- they are together in in their uh, origin or in the tone yeah. color. Yeah, they're combating with similar magic magic that looks the same but it's different colors one of them is yellow the other one's purple mimicking this tone color right and it's like this not only do you have this of a visual but for anyone that is taking like two seconds to look at what's actually happening it is doing this auditorily it is doing this with the choreography that they're doing it's like this battle between two voices is happening all throughout this fight yeah it is absolutely cool Danny Elfman and uh, Sam Raimi did not have to go this depth into it, but it legitimately is one of the hard. coolest scenes that I've ever witnessed in my entire life. Yeah, that was why it's it's so funny. Some of the details they chose to address in this movie, like that, yeah. like like the pocket square. I love that they use purple though for Strange Supreme because yeah. Agatha Harkness also had purple yeah, because right. she only ever used the dark hold. Like I think it was a cool like throwback to that. That scene was purple and yellow sit opposite of each other on a color wheel. Right. And so not it like they took every single way that they could have 
like mimic these two characters yeah, yeah and absolutely brought it out i think it's i've heard theories that that strange so the 838 strange you know started causing the incursion and they talk about how he didn't tell us everything that happened but he handled it there's theory that that strange the dark strange was the incursion earth that 838 was running into Mm. And so that's why he, you know, turned to the dark hole, trying to also reverse what that Doctor Strange was doing. And also that um, I've heard that that's where the red lines are coming from in that universe. Like, because they don't address it, but it's like two parallel lines just stuck together. Yeah. Right. Like just chasing after each other because that incursion started to happen and never fully ended because there's still someone left from that original universe. So good. So what were your thoughts on the relationship with Strange and um, America Chavez? Um, I I didn't love America Chavez in Sam Raimi's hands. Um, I think that the, I can't remember the actor's name. I think America Chavez could be a really cool actor, yeah. but I think the, the, um, the direction that she was taken on top of like how her character is with some of the Sam Raimi like dialogue that was there didn't really do her any favors. It's like, I found her in some cases where I was like, Oh yeah, this is really cool. And then other cases I was like, man, this is just kind of annoying. She's, and I get, she's portraying a kid. She's portraying a 14 year old in this instance. And so like, yeah, no 14 year old isn't, annoying i appreciate the pizza obsession because in the comics anytime she yeah, travels she goes and finds pizza as soon as possible so i appreciate that uh right and so I, I i liked her pretty much like halfway through the movie and on i really enjoyed her um and any in the, like in any instance that it wasn't like the introduction role or i really liked her um where she's coming, like her whole story with her, with her moms is like, that yeah. was super interesting. I was in that. I didn't really enjoy the moments where she was kind of talking. She was like, Oh, first rule about multiversal travel is like, you don't know anything. And it's like, okay, we couldn't think of anything better for this actor to say this poor actor had to mutter out those <laughs> words. Right. Um, but I really like the, di- the, not the dialogue, but the interaction between the two. I think their chemistry was really solid. Um, I, I believe that, Doctor Strange like cared for her in the end, which was a a nice nice uh, end goal. The thing that I appreciate about their relationship is it mirrors him, his and Spider Man's relationship a lot. But the thing about it is he doesn't remember who Spider Man is. Well, he remembers that Spider Man exists, but he doesn't remember Peter Parker Parker. or his relationship with Peter Parker. So this movie proves that like Doctor Strange really does kind of have that soft spot of wanting to protect and help those younger up and coming superheroes, even if he doesn't remember doing it for Peter Parker. Yeah. Like that's just his nature to be that way. And this Stephen Strange, at least his nature is to defend and help, you know, yeah. the people who need it. And so then we get Zombie Strange at the end, which, which is dope. Which is cool. And then we Ramy has another good Ramy bad Ramy moment where <laughs> you get this Lord. speech, you get the speech the the, the coach he's coaching her up, trying to get her to use her powers. He's, yeah. he's coaching her up. Great speech, and probably should have just kept the camera on on Strange back in the other uh, yeah. multiverse, not the zombie Strange instead, talking about instead it. Instead, the camera focus and zooms in 
on Zombie Strange, who's missing half of his mouth. Which is so Ash in the Evil Dead. Yes. Like, and he's, he's a... giving this speech, and it's just... <laughs> the, the side of his mouth is just... It's just... I believe it, you kid. It just you seems... You can do it. And then he winks at it her. It seems like a parody, yeah. you know? Yeah. It seems like an SNL skit. It seemed like something we would have seen in What If. This movie is so weird because, like, some of the scary things are so scary. Like, whenever yeah. Wanda crawls out of that mirror dimension, the oh, jump scares, scares with all the destroyed. eyeballs. Like, it is so scary. And then you have Zombie Strange literally just talking out of the side. It was of like mouth. a cartoon. Yeah. Like a cartoon. Yeah. And I'm like, I love what he's saying. I love this interaction. Right. And then what she does afterwards is like, yeah, it so worked. So good. She was but. so smart about it. Like when he's like, you you may think you have no control over it, but you brought yeah. us to every single place that right. we needed to go. It's like, and you can do this again. And shows, you know, shows the Scarlet Witch how she has become a monster. Like right. these kids already have a mom. Like, you're not their mom. <laughs> this Wanda's their mom. You are a monster. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, just revealing that to her and, like, and then Wanda does get that redemption moment where, you know, just because she took the wrong path does not mean that she can't do the right thing. Yeah. And that was a great scene. I mean, it was just, and, and I think initially I kind of understood where people were saying, well, that was, after all she's done, that was, that was it. But the kids being terrified of her. her is the right call. Her having to see that, yeah. and and then realizing that no matter what, I'm still taking them from. I would still be taking them from somebody, from me, from me yeah. in another. In another and let's world. be honest, if she like that becomes just like a nexus event, essentially the yeah. way that especially that you know Marvel does it with what if it's like if she steals them from that Wanda, that Wanda is probably going to go on to become the new Scarlet Witch and do this whole thing all over again. And so, like, I love the moment where she just holds her face and she's like, just know that they will be loved. Yeah. And, right. like, that, at the end of the day, that helps the pain that Wanda was dealing with, knowing that, like, if I can't have them, I know that there's another version of me that right. is going yeah. to take care of my children. Right. And that's what, and, like, that's where the mom did come out, where it's like, that's what mattered the most to her, right. was knowing that her kids were going to be cared for and loved. And so. So quickly. <sighs> We got less than five minutes. Quickly. Anything in this movie, again, at the end credit scenes were just whatever. Yeah. I, Doctor Strange has a third You get to see now. Clea, who is the uh, niece of Dormammu. Yeah. So, and they're basically going back to do what they, he kind of no just idea. did. She's like, there's been, a, been a, an incursion. An incursion. Let's go look it up. It's like, we, there was kind of already one there. He just did something. Okay, that's fine. There's yeah. just setting up for Secret Wars. Setting up doing. setting up for a for sequel for Secret Wars. Uh, Not mad about it. Is there anything that flamed up the, the uh, speculation in you in this movie that got you think of something that's up? Well, because I'm still trying to figure out that we, so far we've got the Eternals floating out there. Yep. One thing that they're doing in this phase that they have not done in the past, I, I don't think, is like in the past, each credit scene was pointing toward you were like, okay, I see where they're I going. I know where we're going. I know where we're going here. I know where we're going. Like every movie had that post credit scene would, that would tell you, I know Ooh, where we we're got going. Captain Marvel I, coming. Not, we yeah. got the Hulk coming. I have got, no idea what's happening now. We've got the, we got the, I know we're headed towards Secret Worlds Wars, but we've got Eternals floating out here that we've yeah. still not really tied back into. You've had, you know, Blade. And, uh, you know, a, a Blade reference, you've had a Black Knight reference, you've had, 
you know, I do not remember uh, Shang Chi's reference. Shang Chi, I think that's really kind of pointing towards Doctor Strange, honestly, because Wong was in there. But yes, it's pointing toward Doctor Strange. We still have not gone back to visit any of these. We have not gone back to visit the Eternals in any of yeah. the series. I thought we might get that in Moon Knight, but we didn't. Right. And there was, I come to find out there was actually a deleted scene where one of the uh, Eternals was, was in it. So, Oh, interesting. But we still didn't get it. We have not gone back to visit Shang-Chi yet. We have not gone back to, we've not done any of that yet. So I, I guess, I'm, what is there anything, a speculation that you think is going to happen next? Did you see it definitely it? makes you look at this movie with a fine fine tooth tooth comb because one thing that this movie does is it story wise like overall arching story wise that we've seen over the mcu it kind of adds nothing to the story yes it's like yeah. the events of mom could have not happened <laughs> and like nothing really, really would have changed. noticed yeah it's like okay so he like the events of Loki is really the they're they're the last things that have, have affected the story up to this point, and so yeah. if it almost feels stretching to kind of speculate where a lot of the things are coming, it's like okay we get the introduction of Reed Richards, and so um, now we kind of have it's like Kang the Conqueror is a descendant of the Richards, right? And so like this technically does introduce him um, through introduce him into the story like chronologically like right. at least one version of Kang is going to be on the 818 uh, Nathaniel. yeah um and so like that that's something that you could kind of reach for and then the third eye that came so showing that yeah dr strange is definitely influenced by the dark hold and we did get a dr strange will return at that's the, fair at the very end so I, which I was keep, nice to see again it seems like the big thing that this movie was making us aware of was, was these incursions, right? Yeah. It's like, I, I feel like the primary motivator of this movie was let's introduce the Fantastic Four, let's introduce the X-Men, let's introduce incursions, right. you know, yeah. really push the idea of the multiverse, get the multiverse. Because we're getting ready to have some crossovers. Yeah, get the multiverse yeah. on a very real scale in the official MCU right. where yeah. it's like we got the... Uh, Easy intro of it in Spider Man, yeah. But let's do a hard set like yeah, we get, have the multiverse. It's about to get more complicated, and I keep yep. thinking about these incursions, and especially the, the the main world that we're living in, in in the movies and the in the Avengers movies right now. Yeah, you got the Dead Celestial from the Eternals. Yep, that's got to cause some riff. You, you've got everything that happened to the end of Loki, has got to cause some issues there. You got Moon Knight with the stars thing. Yeah. That, that's got to cost something. That's got to cost like, some happening. We are affecting the universe. Yes. Spider-Man No Way Home. What happened there? What happened in Doctor Strange? There's got to be some breaking that's happening in in this world. Yeah. At some point, that's got to that's going to cost like, some damage, right? And it can't, like, I in my... Like, I know Kevin Feige knows better than I do. He has built one of the biggest, you know, movie empires in the world currently with the MCU. Yeah. But I don't think you put that much weight and emphasis on the big screen for a TV series on a streaming platform. No. It's like, I'm excited about Secret Wars. Do not get me wrong. I am excited about it. But I don't, like... Is all of this building up to the Secret Wars streaming series on yeah. Disney Plus? And we still we still have yet to see what's going to happen with Thor. 
Dude, and, I'm so excited and for love and God thunder. butcher and everything. Right. So, and for anyone that's listening, seek if you don't if you're not like a comic book like aficionado and you don't know what the Secret Wars are. It's a storyline where um, people in the MCU are transported to a planet and they basically have to duel it out. Okay, um, so what happens is there are incursions happening. That's when two universes collide, right. and one has to kill off the other one, or they will both be just demolished right so what happens in secret wars is uh the illuminati sets up this whole thing the incursions still happen dr victor von doom uh creates battle world and essentially which happens in the 2015 version if you base it off the 80s version it's some fair. weird looking thing right um but honestly i think they're gonna if i had to guess they're gonna be leaning more of the 2015 version of it um i hope so i want to see dr doom i know me too <laughs> Um, especially now that Frank, especially now that Reed Richards is in it, like yeah. give me Dr. Doom, give the people what they want. <laughs> and so they have to duke it out. Whichever universe wins gets to be the one that right. survives. Battle world is such a cool concept in the comics. Really hope they don't make it look like, like Cheesy. a what if type thing where yeah. it's just like, ah, oh, we're just going to do like a duel. Like uh, this person versus this person. <laughs> like, okay, save that for right. our Baca cup that will be here next week. Is not here this week. Yeah, sorry, everybody. We want to do the versus debates. That's not what if's job. No. Right, right, right. Anything else, guys? If you haven't seen it and you've it. made it this far, um, I don't know if I would say like go ahead, go watch it. Still go uh, see it. It's a fun. It's a fun it's time. A great. It's a. It's, it's a, a really fun, fun watch. Probably the most unique movie, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily like. It's not the best movie. I'm like, more inspired to go rewatch this movie than I was to rewatch Spider-Man No Way Home. It definitely has a feeling of the more I watch this, the more I'm going to like it. Yeah. But ironically, yeah. the first Doctor Strange movie was the same way for me. I also loved it because this, like Doctor Strange movies have been the most comic booky movies yeah. to me out of all the MCU films. Like, the, like if you read any Doctor Strange like the argument that this is a Scarlet Witch movie that featured Doctor Strange. If you know Doctor Strange from the comics at all, no, this is 100% his right. MO in the comics. Like this is so true to like the heart of a Doctor Strange comic. Right. How ridiculous and wild and just like over the top. Like it, it I loved it. Right. Loved it. And like, I'd say like if we're going over like final reviews, um, I would say that this movie is a similar experience level as uh, Ragnarok. Yeah. Like yeah. Ragnarok is not a great movie as far as like if you base it off of like the textbook definition of like right. what we've decided that movies are. It's like Ragnarok is not necessarily a good movie. The pacing's honestly really garbage in Ragnarok. Yeah. But it is such a fun, enjoyable movie. Yes. And so you can't help but but go and watch Ragnarok again. This is kind of a similar vibe. It's like this is one of the most uh entertaining MCU movies that I've been to in a while. Yeah. It is not necessarily a great movie. Like there's a lot of things that are like, oh yeah, I wish that wasn't in there. Um, Like I would say winter soldier is a better crafted film. Black Panther is a better crafted film. Right. But I would say like, as far as what I would want to rewatch tomorrow and this obviously might change, um, but I would want to rewatch this movie as far as just entertainment. Yeah. It's just a fun watch. Fun watch. With a fun watch. What the fun watch. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of 1900 Nerdy Talk. We went way over on our time. We apologize. 
Make sure you tune in next week as we talk all of your dirtiest, nerdiest needs on 1-900-NERDY-TALK. You promised the people some Obi-Wan Kenobi talk. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is coming out uh, uh, May 27th, episodes 1 and 2. And we're very excited about it because that's a long weekend. And so we'll have plenty of times to watch it more than once. And so we can talk about it and make bonus episodes about it. And Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to fight Darth Vader. This is a long outro. And I'm very excited about it. I think you gave the people what they need. Yep. Good job. Man of your word. Good night.